0: This episode of the Consulting Pipeline podcast is brought to you by me, Philip Morgan Consulting. Hey, if you're curious about how specialization works and want to sort of dip your toe into learning more without having to spend a single penny other than a little bit of your time, head over to PositioningCrashCourse.com and sign up for the free email course there to learn more about how specialization works. (laughs) So I've got another one from the mailbag today. And once again, it's my friend Matt Krause. Uh, Matt actually wrote this um this email the, I think the same day as the other email I read to you. And just was, I think, on a on a just a wonderful tear of as I often do, ranting about specialization. And um and I just wanted to again, with his permission, share his email with you. So here goes. Again, this is from Matt Krauss down in Istanbul, Turkey, talking about his take on specialization. He says, Hi, Philip. That thing about people worrying that specialization is going to limit what they do, that's a total crap worry. If anything, it's the opposite. What you do expands the more you specialize. For example, I started out with thing A, which in Matt's case was presentation training, But then I noticed that my clients needed help with thing B also. And in Matt's case, thing B is ghostwriting articles for trade journals. And and I say to myself, I've kind of done that, but in a totally different context. So I get adventurous, and I start offering thing B as well. And next, I'll start offering C, which in Matt's case might be something like uh, using drip to set up marketing automation for his clients. And thing D, who knows what that'll be. Without the vertical specialization, you're stuck doing thing A because no one would trust you with thing B or C or D. They look for somebody who already knows how to do thing B, C, and D. But with vertical specialization, you spend enough time hanging around the industry and getting to know the people that they just start trusting you and talking to you. And when one day they say, hey, I need thing B as well, you're close by. You already have a history together. So instead of looking for somebody else to do thing B, they just hire you to do that too. So that's Matt's um, take on how your service offerings might change over time when you are specialized on a particular market vertical. And I agree. At the tail end of the last podcast episode, I, I talked about how, in some cases, you'll see people narrowing their service offering to focus just on their highest profit services. That's not the only way that this can unfold. You will sometimes, as Matt indicates, as he, I think, himself is actually doing, you'll see people broaden their service offering while maintaining that narrow, specialized focus on a market vertical. The reason they might do that is also, I think, profitability. One of the things that increases profitability is not having to go out and find new clients all the time. So in other words, uh, recurring repeat client relationships. Now, I think it's true that it's quite rare that you would work with one client for 20 years or even 10 years. Um, I think in, you know, most professional services relationships, if a relationship lasts longer than five years, that's a little bit unusual, maybe even rare. But that said, even if your client relationships have a sort of uh, half-life or, you know, shelf life, if you will, of about five years, before a client wants to move on and bring in some new blood, et cetera, et cetera. Even if it's just five years, still not having to go out and acquire new clients all the time increases profitability. And so what Matt's talking about here is a way to increase profitability by being... My mouth has trouble saying the word full service, (laughs) service provider, because so many generalists have used that uh, term as if it were a selling point when I think really, I, I mean, I'll admit for some clients it can be a selling point to have to deal with fewer vendors. But the idea and the reality, I think, of being a full service provider of professional services is at odds with being a specialist who can deliver extraordinary amounts of value. So again, even though my mouth sort of (laughs) resists me saying full service, to an extent what Matt is talking about is expanding your service offerings so that you can basically not need as many clients. And I do believe that's a legitimate approach to increasing profitability. So again, thank you, Matt, for writing in with that that note that's, uh, I think, right on. And let me try to figure out the number. If you have a question or comment for the Consulting Pipeline podcast, please dial 707-204-0717. Let me know your question by leaving it as a voicemail or um, leaving a comment there. I'll play it on air and do my best to answer it.